You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's another episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony Lewis and Aurora Bubaloo back for season seven. Yay! Of the Walking Dead. <laughs> Let's get our, all of our yays out of the way now. It's, I'm yeah. sure it started with a yay when they're like, you know, last season on AMC's The Walking mm-hmm. Dead. I'm sure you're like, woo! Yes. And then by the time the episode was over, you were like, why did I watch this? It was an, an emotional mess. This was a mistake. Yes. Mistakes were made. Um, mm-hmm. Not in a bad way. Although there are people who, uh, and I'll probably, I'll bring it up, and we'll see if we agree or disagree with some of these right. some of these things. Because there are some mixed emotions on it. But I, mm-hmm. not for me. I thought this was a brilliant episode. Me too. Uh, after such a disappointing season finale. Yes. I feel like they redeemed themselves with this episode in so much as that I feel like the decision they made at the end of the second or at the end of season six played into how they delivered the story in this episode. Yes, it would not have this episode would not have been the same if they had shown the deaths at the end of season six. Agreed. Or even if they had only shown one, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not the second one, because uh, yep. there were two. So. This is Season 7, Episode 1, called The Day Will Come When You Won't Be. And the first thing we get is a shot of Rick. And Negan, we hear Negan, I think Negan is saying something like, uh, you didn't think the joke was funny, or I didn't think it was that bad of a joke, or something like that. Right, right. And he kneels down in front of Rick, and there's a very bloody Lucille in his Mm -hmm. hands. Mm -hmm. And... uh, he, uh, uh, Rick is, I guess, not subservient to, to Negan's, uh, needs. Mm-hmm. And Rick. he also has, a, a like, blood on his right cheek. Oh, yes, Rick has yeah. blood on his cheek as well. Mm-hmm. Which I thought looked like it was in the shape of a guitar. I mean, that's all I could <laughs> keep. kind of did, yeah. I kept looking at him like, that looks like a guitar. Like, I kept trying to, like, Rorschach test it <laughs> and trying to figure out what I could see in it. Uh, and Negan requests a hatchet and drags Rick into the uh, into the camper. And they start the credits. Mm-hmm. And I will admit, my first thought was, Jesus, they're not showing, they're still not showing, yes. are they going to wait till the end of the episode to show us who yeah. died? They didn't. Yeah, I was, I, I had some friends over to watch it and they are not as big as you know i i'm the yeah. huge the biggest walking dead fan ever <laughs> <laughs> and they are not that way yeah. um and during those first minutes before the credits uh the opening scene i was cursing so much yeah at first i thought this was a mistake like oh they're continuing yes. it they're gonna keep dragging this out this is no 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 no. Yeah, i was so upset it worked yeah. they knew what they were doing yeah um and we get everything from Rick's perspective, more or less. Yeah. And uh, 
he they get to a they get to a point where it looks like it's foggy, but it's actually the area where there's like the big uh, log wall right. that was built, and right. it's on fire and it's creating smoke. Mm-hmm. And uh, Negan basically uh, has has Rick he tosses the hatchet outside the door, and there's zombies everywhere. And he says, "Go get my hatchet." Mm-hmm. And if Rick's not going to do it, he's going to go back there and he's going to kill everybody else. Yeah. So Rick decides he's going to go out there and he's fending for his life and he's trying to find the stupid hatchet and he's killing zombies left and right, trying to get through. And he finally manages to escape them and ends up on top of the RV without mm-hmm. the hatchet, I believe. No, he has the hatchet. Oh, does he? Does he have yeah. it? Yeah, that was really confusing for me because I thought that he, uh, Negan had thrown the hatchet to the walkers, but mm. then I realized that he actually threw it to the roof of the camper. Ah, and he's yeah. like, make your way, yeah. That was confusing. Yeah. Uh, and while Rick is laying there, he is basically having like all of these flashbacks mm-hmm. and these little, little mini flashbacks of like everybody in the group and yep. like black and whites of like, very quick shots of their times together. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. And then they finally give us the shot of of what happens at the end of Negan's Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo, And he lands on Abraham. Mm-hmm. And he whacks Abraham in the head. And uh, we, we hear those lines that we heard at the end of, you know, last season. And the line we didn't hear was a bloody, beaten, partially caved-in head of... Not even partially caved-in. It wasn't that caved-in, but it was he was bleeding really bad of Abraham, and he looks Negan right in the face, and he says, Suck my nuts. Yes. Perfect, perfect way of it, for him to go out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he... I, I think I would have preferred if he just said mother dick again, but <laughs> he didn't. He said, suck my nuts. And uh, Negan brutally beat the yes. shit out of brutally, Abraham. Brutally, yes. Until was, there was the, the, there was no head left. No, yes. It was it was tough to watch, I have to admit. It was tough. Yeah. And uh the the craziest thing about Negan is when he's done, he's laughing his ass off. He's like, "Did yeah. you hear him? He said suck my nuts." Yeah, he's like, loving it. Yeah. He was in, thoroughly enjoying himself. And then he starts talking to um God, who does he start taunting? I can't remember. Somebody he got Daryl mad. Well, he he wasn't. Uh, I think he was talking to Rosita, right? Because Rosita uh, yes, yes, yes. he realizes that Rosita had some sort of connection to Abraham. To, to Abraham. Yeah. And this got Daryl mad, and he yeah. punched Negan right in the face, and this angered Negan. Yeah. And yes. I'm like, oh man, are they really gonna like throw us off the the trail here? Are they gonna kill Daryl right now? Like they teased it. Yes. They teased it. I can only imagine the look on your face when this was happening, Aurora. Oh, I started chugging wine. That's what I did. <laughs> you just buried your face in a wine glass. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I think I need to drink. Because... <laughs> if, I, if I tip the glass back far enough, perhaps the wine will obscure the view of the television from my eyes. Yes, yes. I was, I was, I was freaking out. <laughs> but uh, Negan said uh, that's not how they're going to do it, though. Yeah. Uh, they were gonna. He was gonna suffer in a different way because Daryl decided to punch him. He was gonna randomly kill another person, and that he did 
randomly out of it almost felt like it's not out of the blue because we most people i think knew he was gonna die right but the way it happened in the show at the moment was literally he just turned and swung oh my god yes didn't even think about it and nailed glenn right in the head Mm -hmm. and glenn's death was far more gruesome Wow. The way they did it. Because they recreated the panel from the comics. Yes, they did. Where his they he's did. got one eye like popped out. Popping out, yeah. Uh and Negan is sitting there mocking him. He's like, This is gross as shit. And Gosh. uh and Glenn is trying to talk to Maggie mm-hmm. and he can't get the words out. He I think he does say something. I was too traumatized if he said anything. Yeah, English. he said I'll find you. Oh my god. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Aurora. <laughs> I was happier not realizing what he had said. Uh, this is so much worse now. And uh, then he kills him really, really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And the sight of Glenn was far worse because it was much mushier. There's His eye is sitting on the pile there. It's just yeah. ugh, hard to watch. And they did put they did put a disclaimer, by the way, in front of this episode they that did. they normally do not do about... Uh, violent imagery and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although I found I found this like I found this to be like not that much past what they do on this show. Really? It's normally but normally it's they do it to zombies. I don't know. Like I, I've I've seen very gruesome zombie deaths, although people are like that's, but people dismiss it because they're like, well they're dead they're undead right. zombies or whatever, so it's no big deal. I think people felt worse about it because these were quote unquote humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and humans that we care about. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But I, I feel like they didn't go that. I mean, they obviously went past what they normally do. Otherwise, they wouldn't have put that uh, that warning there. Yeah, it was. It but was I, intense. but I feel like they didn't go so. Like some of the reactions from people online afterwards would have you think that Negan molested a baby or something for well, real. One of, one of the friends that I had over, she had to get go. You know walk away she couldn't see it it was hard to watch it was hard to watch for her so yeah i can see that happening to people but <laughs> especially yeah. if it's pe- people that don't watch the oh, show yes. regularly yes yeah that's that's a for sure if people don't really yeah. watch regularly that's right. a for sure um and uh rick is back on top of the uh on top of the camper he there was still that zombie hanging from the bridge Mm-hmm. Uh, as from before, and Rick decides he's just going to do superhero and jump off the camper and grab onto the zombie as a way to yep. kind of. I think the plan was to ease his way down at first, but zombies were grabbing. I don't know at if he feet. had a plan. <laughs> no, maybe not. Uh, and zombies were grabbing at his feet, so they're pulling on Rick's feet while Rick is holding onto this hanging zombie. And hanging zombie's neck can really no longer hold on, and his body starts stretching, and his head and his body depart one another and Rick goes tumbling into a uh, a small uh, river of, of zombies which he then has to fight his way through to get back into the camper. But Negan helps him. Negan right? does help him. He clears yeah. the path by shooting many of them with his gun. Yeah. Uh, which seemed I it seemed odd at first but given what his clear aims were by the end of this episode right. it made sense. Right. right. Um, he packs Rick back in they go back to the group who apparently have been there on their knees through the course of this whole night because mm-hmm. it is now daytime. And uh, he said that he was hoping that uh, this experience uh, would uh, teach Rick a lesson. 
mm-hmm. and Rick looks at him, and Negan, based off of the look on Rick's face, doesn't think Rick's there yet. He doesn't think Rick actually gets it yet. And they bring poor Carl over, and they lay Carl down on the ground, and he has everybody else put guns up to the backs of the heads of all the rest of the survivors. And he draws a marker line on uh, Carl's arm. Yep. And he says, this is the final bit, Rick. You're either going to get it or you're not. And he said, uh, either everybody here gets a bullet in the back of their head. In fact, he even goes a step further. He's like, make sure you line it up with their nose. So this way it's really... Yes, this guy, my gosh. Horrible. Uh, He's like, you can do that or you can cut off your son's arm right here at this mark. Mm -hmm. He's like, don't worry, though. Your son's going to live. We'll patch it up. Rick, at this point, is beside himself Mm -hmm. with fear and grief. He doesn't know what to do anymore. Uh, Eventually, he can barely control himself. He's he's so upset that he's trying to cry and can't. Not in like a way that he's not. Not in a way that like he's not good at acting and couldn't cry. It's no, but he he was so good at acting. He was doing this. He was doing this thing where you're so terrified you can't even. You're crying. He doesn't even know what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Carl is just there saying, "Just, just do it. Just do it." And he's gonna do it, and then Negan stops him, and he sees it in his eyes. Mm-hmm. He is broken, Rick. As I mentioned in the Cinema Geekly chat on Facebook, he—I I don't even know if you get this reference because you haven't watched that far ahead into the Game of Thrones—but uh, he turned Rick into Reek in 44 minutes, which is something that uh, uh, one of the worst villains in all of television history, Ramsey Bolton, did to a character. He he broke a man. Over the course mm-hmm. of a over the course of a couple of episodes, and turned him basically yep. into a feeble, cowering slave, more yes. or less. And Negan did this to Rick Effin Grimes in forty four minutes. Yep, he destroyed any bit of personhood in this. Yes, in this guy. Yeah, uh, he is a broken man, and in a sense, he kind of killed Rick. In a way, yeah, it, yeah. And uh, Negan's like, okay. Uh, it's been a productive day, and uh, I expect more production. I'll be stopping by next week to pick up my haul and uh, see you guys then. And then they mm-hmm. all leave. They just leave them there. Yep. And Maggie finally starts letting this sink in. And Great she, acting. She's basically, her. yeah, she's basically like delirious with delirium. She's yes. She's just like, everybody else go. I'll, I'll take care of them. Just, you know, everyone go back to the, she didn't want to leave Glenn. Mm-hmm. And the way I, the, everyone kind of rallied around her a little bit, uh, and they're like, "No, we're going to take Glenn or what's left of him anyway, and Abraham, uh, and take them back." And uh, mm-hmm. they go back to Alexandria. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, Aurora, what did you think of? Uh, <laughs> what did you think of this? I like you said. I was on Twitter the whole time. Yeah. And there were a lot of people upset about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't because I kind of expected Glenn to go. Like you said, I, I it was out of the blue. The way that they did it, I yeah. thought that they were going to change the story because they've done that so many times in the show that they don't follow the comics. That when he killed Abraham, I thought, well, maybe they're just going to let Glenn live. So I had that glimpse of hope. Yes. <laughs> And then they took it away from me um, completely. And I liked that twist. I liked it. Mm-hmm. 
I was, I know that the episode was really gory and really violent, yes. but um, when, after Rick gets the hatchet and he gets back in the camper, there was a moment where he's sitting in the camper and um, Negan take, uh, finds alcohol. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it seemed like he was going to cut Rick's hand. Mm-hmm. Because in the comics, Rick's hand is, he doesn't have his hand. Um, it was the governor who right. cut it. Um, but I thought, you know, finally they're going to do this in the show. And I thought it was going to be Negan. So mm-hmm. I was, I kind of got excited about that. It's not like I'm, you know, I want. I hope he cuts <laughs> his hand off. Yeah. It's not like I want that to happen. But I got excited that they were going to follow that, sto- you know, that part of the comics. Aurora um, didn't have enough bloodlust in this episode. I guess. <laughs> I, guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, the... Uh... I uh, I mean this. It wasn't too big of a surprise to me the deaths in the episode uh, because I I was one of the many who read the. Uh, they were purported to be rumors, uh, but they were compiled by the whatever it is the spoiling dead or whatever the hell that blog is. Uh, but they basically did ridiculous investigative reporting essentially by just having people around the set all the time and they noticed who was there for the first day of shooting and then who wasn't there for any of the other days yeah and they're like oh uh well based off of this we can probably guess that it's abraham and glenn who aren't because they're not in any of the other episodes that were filmed at least that we that we saw but i think that last season we mentioned also that when it happened um the last episode in season six we heard negan say oh he's taking it like a champ Mm-hmm. Um, and we discussed, you know, the only person in the group that could take that beating is Abraham. Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me as, as well. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. True, as it was. And he mm-hmm. did. He took it like a champ. And then he said, did. And then said, <laughs> suck my nuts. <laughs> yes. Because Abraham is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this was uh, I just a... A, a crazy tense episode that I think they framed uh, interestingly because they, like I said, they did it from Rick's perspective mainly. Mm-hmm. It was we saw the deaths because we it was Rick remembering them, and this said this had already begun breaking him. Yeah, he was. There were already several gigantic cracks, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, Negan basically finished him off. He put a knee in the back and pulled his head back. And Rick could take no more pain and, and gave up. Yeah. Uh, there was he, he applied too much pressure, and Rick mm-hmm. sn- and Rick snapped. Yeah. Um, now there were a lot of people who I saw. To me, I felt like these were people who had never watched the show before. But I saw a lot of people who were saying that the show is far too violent and they'll never watch it again like this was i saw that too yeah and i don't know what i don't know what you make it because many of these people i i was like was this the first time you've ever watched the show and they're like no i've been watching since season one and the, the show they stepped over a line this is this was too violent i think it i think it has to do with what you were saying that people don't see walkers as people so mm-hmm. then when you see this awful awful yeah. walker kills they don't have any attachment to them but Seeing Glenn like, yeah. being killed that way, that's where people yeah. just... To me, like, it. yeah, I, I guess to me, like, gross is gross. <laughs> so even if it's right. a zombie and it's really yeah. gross, I'm going to be like, 
Ugh. Yeah. And that was the case here. Like, this was not easy to watch. But I've seen other kills on this show where it's not easy to watch. Now, granted, I'll admit some bias here. When some of those zombie kills happen, I'll go, ugh, cool. Yeah. Uh, and I did not go, cool, when Glenn died. Because it wasn't right. cool. He's a character I cared about. And right. it sucks to see him go, especially in that way, in front yeah. of his pregnant wife. Mm-hmm. That's awful and horrible. But uh, at the same time, I, I'm it, not saying that everybody that watches the show should read the comics. You can watch you can sure. watch the show without reading the comics. I've but, never read so much as a panel, yes. But if you've read the comics, there are worse deaths in the comics. So I've been told. <laughs> um, this is nothing compared to other deaths. Um, other ways characters have been killed in yes. the comics. Um, Granted, the comics so, probably have more free reign than a TV show, but... Right. And it's not as graphic, right? Like you, it's not the same seeing a drawing of someone getting killed and actually seeing someone right. on TV getting their head and I think, destroyed. I think I think this. I think you're right, Aurora. I think this is directly tied to it being uh, linked with a a beloved character. I saw a similar syndrome with Game of Thrones uh, mm-hmm. last season or the season before when something very bad happened to a beloved, innocent, sweet mm-hmm. character. Not a death but something awful. And people were like, this is beyond the pale. I can't watch this show anymore. And all it made me think was, have you watched any of it ever? Like, this show's been horrible since the beginning. There's been... And we had a similar situation when Herschel died. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of people that were really upset the the, the way that they portrayed Herschel, you know, being beheaded. Yes. But at the same time, that's the show. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I saw some people that were just like, you know, I just don't like the world it's portraying. And I'm like, you know what? It, at times, <laughs> I wish it was a little more hopeful of a world, too. But unfortunately, they went, they're went they going with this bend towards realism. And I feel like if a zombie apocalypse happened oh, this, in real this, life, this, this would yeah. be closer to what would actually happen. For sure. Because when society breaks down, mm-hmm. it turns into a survival of the fittest. And usually the fittest are usually the people that are willing to do the worst things. Yeah, people trying to take advantage of others. That's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to fault them for bending towards a little bit of realism as far as, yeah. like, what people would be willing to do to survive mm-hmm. or what or what that survival would turn people into. In this case, yeah. what it's turned Negan into. I'm sure Negan, I don't know if he was a good guy before. And I, I think a lot of people have said that there's not a lot of his backstory is, isn't really known yet. Even in the books, right. I'm not sure. So uh, nobody really knows for sure if he was a good guy or not. I think that would be a good story, though, if he was mm-hmm. a good guy beforehand. Uh, yeah. I think that's a much better arc than like, oh, no, he was a serial killer beforehand. Right. And he's, right. Uh, no, I, I kind of want him to be like a philanthropist that donated monies <laughs> to third world countries and stuff uh, that, you know, did make a wish stuff yep. for kids and now he's uh, killing people with a barbed wire bat because mm-hmm. zombies happened yeah um, so there's that group of people and then I've seen a few other people that uh, were like hey I've come in, coming back to the show after uh, being a long time off like they dropped out of the show they it wasn't working for them anymore they didn't like it as much and they said they felt like the show was very similar to when they left uh, they, they felt like the show is continuing to go in uh, you know, in in circles, like with Rick losing his, you know, it, it's like I can sort of see where some people are coming from. Like when Rick's wife died, 
There's yeah. been a couple of instances where Rick has become uh, he 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 became introverted mm-hmm. and was depressed and wasn't Rick. Um, and yeah. then eventually he would always emerge from that. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is the same thing. I mean, maybe it'll be proven wrong. Maybe this will just be a thing that he comes out of and he's the same old Rick. Uh, I don't think so. I feel like this is not just being depressed or becoming introverted. I feel like his spirit has been broken. Yeah, he's broken. Which yeah. is, I feel like that's much different mm-hmm. than just being depressed or being um, an introvert. Yeah. I feel like his whole being has been has been shattered. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Negan even talked about it. He's like, you know... You know, you've been in charge for so long. He's like, hell, I think you probably even got addicted to it, which mm-hmm. you probably did. People, I get a, a power is addicting. Yep. If you have power over things, you don't. You like how it feels, and you don't want to lose it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure, you know, that's what's that's what's happened here. A lot of this, and I'm sure a lot of it is on his head. Yeah. He feels like he's led everybody to this point. Hmm. Uh, I, I did, yeah. So I disagree. I don't feel like they're treading water. I think they're moving. I, in fact, if anything, this felt like uh, a fresh start for the show. It did, and I feel like, I, I feel like all these people that are complaining about you know the show, the episode being too violent. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of they're. Con- I don't know if they're they're the same people, but when season six ended, a lot of people were upset because we didn't get to see who died. Yeah. Um, and I feel we like this episode was a way, you know, that that the writers were like, oh, you want to see who died? Well, here you go. This is what <laughs> happened. Um, and the way that they did it, even though they showed Abraham and Glenn, you know, being brutally killed, yeah. there were also hints in this in the episode that made you believe that other people died. So they had you, you know, guessing so much that created this tension that I, I really liked. There was, uh, there was also the, uh, the rumor that came, there was a rumor out there that also came true in this episode. There was a rumor that they had shot death scenes for everybody. Yes. And that came true in this episode because yeah. uh, he was telling, you know, Rick, if you don't do this for me, I'm going to kill all of them. And Rick is having these internal flashes mm-hmm. of Negan individually hitting like everybody in the head with a bat. Maggie, mm-hmm. Carl... Michonne, everybody. Yeah, everybody. Um, and uh, there's been since Aaron found the video that leaked onto the internet of an alternate take where Maggie is the one who is killed. Have you seen this? No, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, there's an alternate. There is an alternate take. Uh, I don't. Maybe it was doctored or something, but I don't think so. Of an alternate take where he is hitting Maggie with the bat instead. Oh my god! I and think that would have caused a I don't, bigger. I don't think you know. it's, and I don't think it's an all. I don't. I don't think it's an altered take either, because he takes a swing at her, and she lifts her head up, and she's blood is dripping from her, and he gives the line to her of you know taking it like a champ, really, and then swings again, yeah. Ooh. Um. So I don't know if that's legitimate or not, but there, obviously there was the rumor that they had filmed a death scenes for everybody. Yeah. I think people thought at first that was done as an attempt to throw everyone off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have a feeling this will be included as a Blu-ray extra or something like that, where you yeah. go and watch, you know, go watch the character you wish had died instead. Yeah. <laughs> instead of Glenn, go watch that person. Was was uh, did you have any like, I don't know, did you feel weird watching any of those characters being killed? Hmm. I have one that I didn't like seeing. 
I mean, uh, I mean, seeing Maggie is bad mainly mm-hmm. because number one, you, all the stuff she's been through, plus something is clearly going wrong with her baby. Plus, she has yeah. a baby. Yes. Like that was a terrifying thought. Okay, so what was it with you, Carl? Surprise. Oh, Carl as well. Yes. Yeah. I was when when they showed his. Yeah, I was. I I got like shells. Like I didn't. I didn't like seeing yeah. that. Um, yeah. I tweet. So I tweeted this, and I because I was. It, this was halfway through the episode. Mm-hmm. I was enthralled with Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Neil. Oh yeah. He was, uh, and we talked, so everybody go, when you're done listening to this, if you haven't already, go to com and listen to Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. where Aurora and I talk about Luke Cage and we talk about the bad guy in that show and he is captivating as well. Mm-hmm. I'm so lucky to have these two captivating villains like back to back watching them because Negan was, and he's in a different way and far more brutal. Yes, yes. He makes Cottonmouth on Luke Cage look like, you know, Elmo. He's Negan is f- a far worse villain. I don't think oh he's, my God, yes. I don't think he's the I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to give him some time. It's only one episode in. He anyway. will be the worst. I guarantee you. Cuz I've seen <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You've got to He will be the worst. You've got to push your way through Game of Thrones and get to Ramsay Bolton because he might change he might make you change your mind about Negan. Oh, I I was saying, you know, he will be the worst in The Walking Dead. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> he might. I was trying to think if Negan was the worst villain I have seen, like as far as oh, like no. making me worse, making my blood worse. making my blood boil. But yeah. Um, in one episode, he was very. Oh, he was, and that's the problem. He's got so much charisma. It's this weird charisma too. Like, yes. Like he kills people. Like other people, uh, change oil in their car. Yes. Yes. Um. Or you know. Or the. Or you know, hang a hang a painting or something. It's just uh, housework that he has to do. Yeah. If you're a fan of supernatural, it's like John Winchester is possessed by the devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> He's a uh, uh, yeah. I mean, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was Papa Winchester in that show. Yes. So. Uh, yeah, it's uh, he was just great in this episode. Uh, he was charming and funny. And then mm-hmm. he was also menacing and terrifying. Yes. Which is uh, a tremendous combination for a villain. Mm-hmm. Because that, those are the scariest people. They're, this, he, yeah. He's absolutely terrifying. And what's more terrifying is that he can lure you in by being charming. Right. You could almost see yourself wanting to hang out with him, if not for the fact that yeah. he could kill you at any moment at his whim. Yeah, and like you said, the, the scariest villains for me are the ones that do awful, awful things but show no remorse. Or yeah. emotion towards what they did. Yeah, so those for me are the yeah, worst. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying. Um, all right, let's. Uh, we're gonna. Roar and I are gonna recharge our batteries. Yeah. And uh, come back next week. What would you give? Uh, the day will come when you won't be Aurora. Well, before I give my score, we didn't uh, mention that Negan took Daryl. Oh my God, that's right. He kidnapped Daryl yeah. at the end. He kidnapped Daryl. Yeah. That's to ensure that Aurora keeps watching. <laughs> He's like, I'm not sure. This was directly aimed at you. I'm sure they were thinking of you when they wrote this. They're like, I'm not sure she's going to keep watching, so we'll just kidnap Daryl and she'll be forced. She's going to be like, what are they going to do to him? Is he, please let this man live. And we're just going to we're gonna hang around. It's, it's actually not you. I'm sure there's a... 
I, oh, I my actually, God. my Facebook timeline was full of like, please don't be Daryl, please don't be Daryl, please yep. don't be Daryl. So yeah, lots of. I don't know if you if you saw um, the Talking Dead after. I only watched a bit of it, which was weird because they watched the whole thing in a in a cemetery. Yes, I they think did. is where they watched it. Yeah, and the amazing thing was afterwards, it was so. Like, I understand people getting caught up in the emotion of a show, and I do. Uh, and there are plenty of shows that make... And there are plenty of silly, silly shows that that can make me well up in tears. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, after this fake show about zombies ended, uh, and they cut to Chris Hardwick, he was the crowd was deadly silent. And yeah, he was, he was very solemn. Yeah, solemn. It was, it, was, <laughs> it was as if he were conducting an actual funeral. Yes. It was so sad and solemn... Almost, almost to the point where I wanted to laugh because it was just so weird. <laughs> yeah, it was really sad. It's like it's like I get it because this was a tense episode and these characters that we liked died and that was sad. But like it was that was battling with the other part of me that was like, yeah. this is like the fake talk show after. Or this is like the real talk yeah. show where we talk about the fake TV show. Well, they and did it, uh, three in memoriam. Yes. One was for just for Glenn. Yes. The other one was just for Abraham and then the walkers. And the one for Glenn actually I, I kind of teared up. I did not <laughs> see the bit. Glenn one. That's I'm glad I didn't watch it cuz that would have made me that would have yeah. made me upset. Uh, cuz we've been with that character for 6 years. And Steven 7 Jeff years was, you know, in the stage and after it ended he was like teary-eyed as well and that's why yeah. I, I got teary-eyed. I mean that's the saddest <laughs> part right is that he's got this family of professionals that he works with and he's leaving them. I hope yeah. he finds some work. I hope he but finds more I, work. I'm sure he good. will. He's a yeah. great actor. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he will. Uh, um, but, yeah. but the reason why I mentioned talking that is because there was a moment where um, Norman Reedus was, started talking and Chris Hardwick said, I'm pretty sure every time you talk, 20% of the o- female members of the audience get pregnant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what this man, I don't know what his charm is. I wish I had this charm. <laughs> I don't know what he's got going on. I don't, I don't know, what... know either. There's something about him. I don't know. It's like he's got like a bit of the, like he's good looking, but in like the rugged bad boy. Yes kind of way like you'd see him like coming out of the trailer park on his Harley (laughs) without a shirt and just a leather vest (laughs) but you know he's not like an idiot like he's not a redneck right exactly like he's kind of smart he's like in the middle of the road like I I can kind of see I I, I don't have that going for me though clearly (laughs) Um, but yeah I I mean whatever he's got he's got it because Chris Hardwick is not lying uh, and I'm not afraid to admit that I think at least 98% of those please don't let it be Daryl's all came from women on my timeline. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, uh, he, is, he is clearly the, the lady's choice. And uh, they were smart in not killing him, although they were also smart in teasing it because, uh, I mean, they had yeah. me fooled for a minute. I thought he was going to die. And I was like, are they going to kill him with his own crossbow? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The dude so. who stole it from him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the uh, it'll be interesting to see how they come back from this. Obviously, yeah. they will eventually. I don't know how they will, but it'll be interesting to to see. And like that's that's the journey because I saw a lot of people that are like, you know, this show's not really about the zombies. And I'm like, well, no, it couldn't be. Like after after like the first season, it has to be about the human story mm-hmm. because the zombies are just going to become part of the background, and it's really right. about the humans that have to live together in this world and their interactions. Right. 
Right. That's what it's about. Like that's like you can do like zombie fear and zombie kills for like a movie where it's like a two hour story, but you're mm-hmm. spreading out you're spreading out like twelve hours over the course of a year for seven years. You've got to yep. do human interaction, and it's got to be about the people and not the zombies because the zombies have no personality. You can do scary moments with the zombies. Um, the zombies still have to be kept important because they can kill people. Right. Um, but it's not as uh, an effective... Like now, I feel this is weird. I feel like now if somebody were to be killed by a zombie in the show, it would be no different than if somebody got cancer. Or... Yeah. Uh, like, that's just... That's nature. Nature caught up to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, it, now it's more effective when it happens with humans. Yeah. Because... Uh, you want them to be able to live together and work together. You've got to be able to rebuild society, but human nature is such that it devolves into this constantly. Mm-hmm. And while you're rooting for everybody to to do better, it doesn't. Nature doesn't really respond that way, or at least human mm-hmm. nature doesn't seem to. Uh, all right, so let's give a score for this one. Let's recharge our batteries and call it an evening. I am going to give it a four point five. Oh wow! Okay, because it woke me up. And it got me excited again for The Walking mm-hmm. Dead. I'm not afraid to admit this. I'm gonna. I, there might be some people out there that are gonna call bullshit on this, but I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I gave this one a five. What? Give it, give it a big five zero. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this. And, and believe believe me, at the beginning of the episode, I'm like, this is like a two. Yeah. Why are they Why are they stretching this out? But mm-hmm. by the by the end of the episode, it made perfect sense. I thought it was beautiful storytelling. Yes. I thought, uh, you know, I saw people that were trying to, you know, somebody was talking about, like, uh, Abraham and Glenn's death being uh, artful, which I saw people that are like, this is an art. And I'm like, you know, there was like, it no, was just, it was. and I'm like, no, no, no. Storytelling is an art. Television is a subgenre of, that's a, mm-hmm. a different, it's a medium in which you can tell stories. And those deaths had purposes in the yes. story. They served mm-hmm. a purpose. Even the manner of how they died, especially yeah. the manner in how they died, served a purpose to the story. That's art. Yeah. I mean, it was so symbolic, right? Like, Glenn is the hope. And, you know, he's the character that was always in such a good mood. And um, I didn't even think of it so, that way. I yeah, didn't even think of it. he was this. an optimist the whole time. And he was destroyed. It's like he the, the positivity and the hope in this world is gone. Abraham is the strength. He's yes. the power. Yeah. Uh, and if you think of them, and, and, and if you think of them, if you want to get even deeper, I can't believe we're digging this deep psychologically about a show about <laughs> zombies. But not only, if you, want to dig, if you want to dig extra layers deep, not only did Glenn and Abraham represent those things, but you could assign them to Rick. And they yeah. spiritually meant, like, when Abraham died, that's Rick's strength left him. Yes. When Glenn died, his hope and optimism yeah. left. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I can't believe we're digging this deep psychologically yeah. about the walking dead Aurora, but we just <laughs> did it. That's why I gave this episode a five. We're going to come back uh, next week. And uh, see what other weird psychological. Let's we're gonna lay Rick Grimes back down on our on our on our couch of psychiatry, and we will <laughs> further analyze his mind. Uh, in season seven, episode two of The Walking Dead, it's called The Well.